0: Hello, it's Dawn. And this is my podcast, Dawnversations. It's a variety show about real life stuff. And there's something on here for everybody. So if that sounds good to you, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Dawnversations. Today we have Dan Hoppin. Hi, Dan.
1: Hi, Dawn. Great to be with you today. Thank um, you so much for having me.
0: I'm so happy to have you. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. But um, Dan is like a professional eater, a famous <laughs> eater. <laughs> in I, Omaha. I think. I think.
1: I think for the word <laughs> professional to qualify, you have to be paid to do something, and I do not get paid, so I'm not sure I qualify as professional. But yeah, I, I do eat a lot. I'll give <laughs> <do> myself that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So what got that started? Were you ever a picky eater as a kid or have you always just loved to eat all the food?
1: Um. Honestly, I was a little pickier as a kid and I've kind of grown into it more as time's gone on. But on it was really two things I would say that really influenced my love of food. One, uh, my mom is a great home cook who always gave us, you know, great home cooked meals every night. So I think there was just a you know, there, there weren't nights where it was just like, oh, we're having SpaghettiOs so or here's more box mac and cheese. She was developing that love for food because she was giving us something that, you know, she created and recipes that she came up with every night. So that was awesome. Yeah. And then the other big influence, honestly, was was drive Drivings and Dives. <laughs> uh, that TV show on Food Network just changed the way that I looked at food. I've consumed hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours of watching that show and It really just instilled this love in me, uh, and not just for food, but for local restaurants as well.
0: Have you met Guy?
1: Uh, Yes, (laughs) I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) He He was in town recently, and we're not supposed to talk about that yet, but yes, I have met him.
0: I also have been a fanatic of that show for years and years and he honestly reminds me so much of my younger brother and my brother sent me this random text in the middle of the day and I opened it and it was a picture of my brother with Guy at some, I don't even know, some kind of function and they happened to have Guy there and my brain like exploded because I was just like, oh my gosh, they remind me so much of each other but just the fact that he met him, I mean, he seems like such a cool dude.
1: Yes, and I've I've spoken to several of the chefs and, and restaurant owners uh, from the places that he visited and their reports on him are just what you see on TV is genuine. Like he, the cameras don't shut off and he's not like some raging guy or has a huge <laughs> ego or anything like that. He legitimately, you know, maybe he to- he tones his personality up a little bit for the camera, but he sure. legitimately is just a really good dude who cares about people and wants to see restaurants succeed. So for for anyone but especially someone who has the passions that I do that you know that's the type of guy that I'll strive to be
0: 100% and I like when we go and travel I'll always look up and see if he's oh, been yeah. anywhere in one of those towns so I can try one of their restaurants and it's always so sad to see if if they've closed it's yeah. sad when they can't stay open
1: well even before guy had this most recent visit it had been 15 years since he'd been to oma i mean the guy can't go everywhere in the country. Yeah. And so like, I think of the, the four Omaha restaurants that were previously featured on diners, drive and dives, or of, of the six, four of them had closed. Right. And so it was great to see him because I mean, Omaha has changed so much from a restaurant perspective since he came last time. So it was great to see these new places that he was going to, these places that have kind of breathed life into the city and and given our restaurant scene some vibrancy. So I love that they're getting a chance to be highlighted. And I'm really looking forward to the fall when those episodes start to come out.
0: What was your favorite restaurant when you were growing up? Where did you like to go eat with your family?
1: Ooh, The the one that comes to my mind first, this is probably the one that we went to the most, was uh, Feta's off 114th and Dodge. It's a Greek place that specializes in euros and Uh, My dad absolutely loved it. And, and we all love it. And, you know, it's, it's nothing fancy. It's just in a, you know, strip mall. Yep. Um, But just good, well-cooked food, enormous portions. You're never going to leave hungry. Uh, Super nice people that work there usually. Um, So yeah, that that was one of those places early on where I think, I don't think I would classify myself as a regular, but my dad was definitely a regular and (laughs) we, we, Came to know the owner and stuff just based off of him.
0: And that's not a, a chain. Okay. There, there
1: are two locations in Omaha, but it is most certainly not a chain.
0: Okay. So that brings me to why you're here. I was looking up on the best of Omaha, all the different restaurants, you know, that best burger, best whatever. And a lot of them were chain restaurants. And that kind of disappointed me because there are so many great mom and pop type of restaurants, or there's maybe one or two. And I thought really like one of the, um, best family restaurants, it said Godfather's pizza and I'm not knocking Godfather's it's fine, but I just thought really of all the restaurants, that's what we got for best of Omaha was one of the three options was Godfather's that just surprised me.
1: And honestly, Dawn, you, what you just said right there perfectly describes why I do what I do. (laughs) <laughs> because there are so many fantastic restaurants in Omaha that people just don't know about. And, right. and I understand, like, I, I don't have kids yet, and I know kids are a complicating factor because you have to appease their palates. Uh, obviously, with their schedules, um, you usually have less time. But so, so sometimes it's a lot more convenient to go to a chain or to go to a fast food restaurant or something like that. And I get that. Sure. But there are so many opportunities where people are, you know, even having a celebration. It's like, oh, my birthday dinner, what are we going to do? Let's go to Olive Garden. Let's go to Texas Roadhouse. And again, nothing wrong with those places. Those places have their time and place. But there are just so many fantastic restaurants in Omaha that people will go to and they'll, they'll live within five miles and they'll see something on our social media and go and then they'll Hit me up with a comment a couple days later that says I've driven past this place, you know, hundreds of times and never even thought about stopping. And I had the greatest lunch today. Like I'm going back tomorrow. There's so many places like that. There's so many places that I've done that with, or places that I don't know about yet. I'm constantly discovering new things. And I I, I just I want to try and the best that I can, I want to try and pull that curtain back and let people see just the the brilliance of this food scene and the vast array. I mean, there's so much to try here, whether it's just, you know, burgers and wings, you know, whatever you might, American style fare to, to breakfast, to to Cuban food, to Latin American food, to Vietnamese food, to dumplings. I mean, you can span basically just about the entire globe in Omaha. And I just, I want people to know about these places because I think if they know and they go, they're gonna find amazing meals.
0: Yeah, and it will broaden their palate too. They might oh. have not even tried a, a meal like that because they've never had that experience. They've always oh, just sure. plain food. And the the whole thing with the Facebook page, Omaha Food Lovers, like there's like ninety five thousand members. That just shows you right there. I love it. If you ever want to just find a place, all you have to do is go in Google in the little search bar there and just put in, you know, mojito, best mojito in Omaha, and it'll pop up with all these suggestions. I just love it. I think it's an amazing source.
1: Yeah. Omaha Food Lovers has been an incredible resource for me for for two purposes. It's a a great way for me to share my content and and get out information about restaurants. But I can't tell you how many restaurants I'd never heard of before I saw pictures or testimonials in that group. Or maybe there was a restaurant where I was like, ah, you know, I, I don't know if I'm feeling that. But then person after person kept saying, hey, this place is just awesome. You have to try it. You have to try it. And then I went. I mean, I don't even know if I can put a number on how many places I have visited solely because that group exists. It is yeah. truly a great resource.
0: Yeah, it is. And so there's a lot more food trucks and stuff, too, I've noticed, which is awesome to have people being able to thrive in their business just in a little vehicle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's great. You know, And they go to all these different parking lots and and people can go and experience different flavors and stuff. It's just amazing. I just think that I feel bad for people that can't experience all the different places that we have in Omaha. It's great. Mm -hmm. What would be your favorite breakfast place?
1: Ooh, or one? Okay. How
0: about let's do two? That way nobody feels <laughs> slighted. We'll do two. I'll I'll,
1: I'll give you my, my I'll give you my top and then my two A and two B. How's that sound?
0: That's great.
1: Number one is Saddle Creek Breakfast Club. I mean that place just it's it's small, but what Chase Thompson is doing there, he's bringing the dedication, craft, ingredients, uh, presentation that you you would normally see in like dinner dishes, but he's bringing that to breakfast. And he just, if I've Saddle Creek Breakfast Club is one of those places I've never had anyone tell me like they've had a bad, anything, anything less than an awesome experience there. It's, right. it's phenomenal. 2A would be good looking um, down in Dundee, just fantastic space, really good. Uh, breakfast burritos, just their pancakes are awesome. And then I gotta give a shout out to a new place um, down in downtown Ralston. It's called Lemon Tree Cafe.
0: It was uh,
1: opened by a couple sisters who both have other breakfast um, joints here in Omaha, but they wanted to cook the dishes that their mom cooked them when they were growing up. And I've been there twice, and everything is just phenomenal. I especially want to shout out, they have pancakes. Of course, the pancakes are the size of your head. But they, <laughs> but they cook, like, bacon and ham and cheese into the pancake, So it's not like you know, pancakes with a side of bacon, it's pancakes with your meat inside of it and then drizzled oh. with a hot honey on top. Absolutely spectacular. I would challenge anyone to, to have that dish and not just go nuts over it.
0: Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. That's amazing. Um, oh, Before I forget, what about Rubens? Because, you know, it, we're all we're known for the Rubens. So wh- who do you think has the best Reuben?
1: I am actually not an expert in that. I mean, I, I enjoy a Reuben, but I'm not a Reuben connoisseur. Okay. I would say uh, I if I had to put in my vote for my favorite, I would say Barrett's barley corn and pub. Um, just a classic down home place, the type of Reuben that, you know, it, it's so buttery, like you pick it up and your hands just have like a sheen on them and you basically <laughs> have to wear a bib to get through the meal. But, but it's so good. I mean, a Reuben isn't supposed to be a dainty meal. So I would definitely put that one near the top. Um, no other ones off the top of my head, but obviously, I mean, Crescent Moon is one that a lot of people really love. Um, I love how they do Reuben Fest every year, do fun spins on Rubens. So that's that's another really good one. And I would say probably the Orleans Room at the Cotton Ho- Cottonwood Hotel where the Reuben was, um, as rumor has it or legend has it, supposedly right. invented. they've got a very good Ruben as well. So there's a couple options.
0: So I was just thinking of Rubens and Sauerkraut. Is there anything that you won't eat? Is there anything you you just are like pass?
1: There is nothing that I won't try at least once. And I like there aren't many things that I would I will straight up say no to. The thing that I'm closest on is cottage cheese. Just (laughs) I, I used to have this coworker in an old office who he would just sit there and just like in the middle of the day, his snack would be to just go to the fridge, get out a a tub of cottage cheese and just sit there and eat it. And the smell and just that, that image is seared into my brain in a way that I don't, I can't really look at cottage cheese the same way.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I have a son who just follows you. He, You know, loves finding out the new places. He's a complete foodie now, but he would never eat eggs. He still won't. He like gags at the smell or thought of eggs. And so I would always give him cottage cheese. So that's just funny that that's your least favorite.
1: Well, um, I hope that he has a, uh, a renaissance with eggs because I did growing up. I honestly, I didn't eat eggs. I didn't like them. And then sometime in college, I just like, discovered eggs are amazing and you now i have eggs any opportunity i get <laughs> so maybe it's coming for him we'll see yeah i'll,
0: I'll let him know <laughs> uh, what about burger best burger
1: i mean it, it's pretty hard to beat block 16 and and very well deserved but you can go and just you can get just about anything there it's, it's very hard to beat them uh i also want to shout out sauced by alfaro uh, michelle alfaro just scratch makes everything she's she hand makes every patty. She's making all her sauces herself. And she just does these crazy combinations where, I mean, you can go and just get a normal burger there. But she also just does these wild combinations where you read them on the menu and you're just like, there's no way that that's going to work. And then you bite into it and you're just like, I don't even know what's happening right now. My brain is broken, but this is delicious and I must finish it. So uh, that, that's a place in Papillion I can't recommend highly enough.
0: Where is it in Papillion?
1: Um, downtown Papillion, like okay. all my, all my like, uh, location references are just into other food spots. But like, if you know where Grayley's is, it's, uh, Grayley's Creamery and Confections. It's about four or five stalls down from that.
0: Okay. Okay. Gosh, that sounds wonderful.
1: It's incredible. Uh, best Nashville hot chicken sandwich you've ever had too.
0: Oh, good to know. Um, uh, is there a new restaurant that you haven't been to yet that you've been dying to go to?
1: Ooh, let me... I, I have a list of this in my phone, actually.
0: <laughs> is your wife just like, oh, my God, can we just eat at home tonight?
1: Luckily, Sa- Sarah is, yeah, my wife is awesome in that she she's very willing to go out and do a lot of stuff with this, a lot of this with me. Um, she's willing to put up with me taking photos and doing all the social media and everything. I have started to go out for lunch more, so she's not having to eat out <laughs> all the time like I am. But she's, she's awesome. She's just such a great support. When I sit down and think about how much time and energy, I mean, I probably spend 20 to 25 hours a week on my website, podcast, social media, all this food stuff. And it's just totally a side hustle. It's not making any money. And the fact that she not only allows me to do that, but like supports me and, and champions me and really, you know, pushes me to do more and become better I'm so incredibly blessed to have her. Um, I, I don't think there are many women who could do what she does with me, to be completely honest.
0: That's awesome. Shout out to the wifey. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what restaurant are you wanting to try that you haven't? And then I've got another question.
1: Okay, so they're actually, I'm going to give, this is. A little bit of a cop-out. Okay, wait, I can give you I can give you a new one, and then I'll give you my two cop-outs. My new one is Dundee Dell. I've actually never been to the Dundee Dell, which is a super classic um, restaurant here in Omaha. It's been around for years and years. It just came under new management uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago, but they're just rolling out a new menu right now, and the owner is very excited about it. So I want to go try that. And then there are two places – that were pop-ups or food trucks before that are now getting brick and mortars. So obviously the menu is going to change. The concept is going to change. So I've had their food previously and it's amazing, but I want to see what it looks like in a fully realized environment. One of those is Moots, which is a uh, a pizza spot that's going to be going in over in Countryside Village. Just this doughy pillowy, crust i've never found anything else like it in omaha uh Mm -hmm. it it is a food truck slash used to be a food truck right now that should be opening hopefully sometime within the next couple months and then uh down um down in blackstone there's a new food hall concept called camp and nice rolls is going to be opening in there and it's um the the creator just this, this chef, Christina, she uh, does this amazing Asian fusion food that, I mean, I, I just, I can't even describe it. Like her, her bulgogi burger would probably be my favorite burger in all, Omaha. And wow. she hasn't been doing her pop-up for quite some time because she's been working on opening this spot. So there's, there's some ones to keep an eye out for.
0: Wow, those sound awesome. So what restaurant closing was the most devastating for you?
1: Oh, There have been so many. Um, I
0: know, it's so sad.
1: I would say two jumped to the front of my mind right away. One was the hunger block because, I mean, there just aren't a ton of places for Latin American food in Omaha, and Mm -hmm. they did it better than anyone, in my opinion. By far the best Cuban sandwich that I've had, and that's been gone for probably eight or nine months now. But the one that really sticks out is Dario's. Dario is he's one of the Chefs, chefs in Omaha. He was one of the, you know, the, I believe he got Omaha's first James Beard nomination. I, I could be wrong on that, but he was nominated for a James Beard award. And, and that was just such a special restaurant. I have great memories of going there um, with my wife, even before, before we were married, before we were engaged. And when that closed, that was just like, oh man, that, that yeah. one hit me a little bit. That was a hard day.
0: Yeah. Did you propose to your wife at a restaurant?
1: I did not. My proposal <laughs> did involve food. Um I got her a cupcake from one of our uh from this bakery that she absolutely loved in Lincoln and it said uh, marry me on it. So yes, I did use a, I did use food to propose. It. You can believe that.
0: Then you ate the cupcake. <laughs> oh, absolutely we
1: ate the cupcake.
0: Um okay, so pizza, they for the best of Omaha, it had godfathers mama's and la casa which i love mama's and la casa but i couldn't even believe that big fred's wasn't on there and there's a lot more but so what's your favorite pizza
1: okay this is my favorite topic i absolutely (laughs) love pizza and (laughs) omaha's pizza scene is fantastic i already gave a shout out to moots moots would be up there for me virtuoso pizzeria and benson um just giant new york style slices you can go just get it by the slice there uh that would be my favorite, probably second favorite right now. I've fallen head over heels in love with Detroit-style pizza, and nobody does it better than Izzy's Pizza Bus. Um, th- this pizza, if you haven't had it, it's kind of more of like a focaccia-style dough uh, rather than a traditional pizza dough. It's not deep dish, which a lot of people equate it with. That's not the same. But what makes it really awesome is it has this. It's cooked in a square pan and they press cheese up against the edge of it. So it just has this crispy caramelized cheese exterior around this entire pizza. It's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Two more to shout out. Uh, Dante, uh, been in Omaha since 2008. They've got a wood-fired oven where you can just watch your Neapolitan-style pizza get cooked right in front of you. Always a win. And then there's a – pretty new place. I would say within the last two months, it opened up uh, called Lyle's Pizzeria. And they just have this sourdough crust that is really, really good. Like none of their pizzas are wild or crazy with toppings or anything, but they just use high quality ingredients. Um, Their head chef there is like uh, an expert baker who used to work in bakeries. So, you know, she knows her way around bread and, and they make some fantastic pizza.
0: And I like how you said that there's nothing super fancy pants about it, you know, because sometimes it is just about the fresh ingredients or keeping it simple. You know, it doesn't have to be some gourmet crazy thing in order for it to be the best.
1: The best way to judge a pizza place, in my opinion, is to go and just get a slice of cheese pizza because there's, there's no hiding on a slice of cheese pizza. You have to have great pizza. You have to have a great crust. You have to have great sauce. And you have to have great cheese. Those are the three base elements in pizza. And if you're throwing 15 toppings and drizzles and putting, you know, burn ends and nacho cheese and all this stuff on top of pizza, it, it drowns out the flavor of the dough and the cheese and the sauce itself. But if you go to a restaurant and you get cheese pizza and and you love the cheese slice, you can be pretty confident whatever else is on the menu, you know it's going to have that solid foundation for them to build on.
0: Very good advice. Um, What about the best Mexican?
1: Ooh, best Mexican. I'm going to hit you with two spots. Uh, One Uh is, both these are, well, one's in downtown, one's in South Omaha. But La Poblenita, it's just this, it's this 23-year-old guy who's the chef owner. And it's in like this, I think it used to be a house. It still kind of looks like a house on the outside. But the flavors that he makes, he's got this mole that will just, like, send you straight to Mexico. And his uh, his version of the Birria tacos are just phenomenal. Just so cheesy and gooey, and the beef is so rich. Yeah, La Poblanita is fantastic. And then um, there's a, a new restaurant, actually, downtown Omaha, called Mexitli. And... It's just, it's Mexican food done extremely well. The enchiladas are very good. Uh, their tacos are great. Um, and they have they have this thing. I, I didn't even know that this was a thing, but it's it's a very common street food in Mexico. It's called a Mexican style hot dog that's wrapped in bacon and then deep fried. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> ketchup, and and ketchup and mustard and salsa and everything on top. And yeah, maybe, you know, it's going to cost you another... 30 minutes on the treadmill, but it's worth it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, wings.
1: Wings, okay. Wings. Uh, three wing spots. One is Everett's. Um, just excellent wings. They'll, they I mean, the, the pro move with wings is to fry them and then finish them on the grill to get them a nice char buff. Everett's does that. They've got great sauces. Uh, they have a new, they have what's called a sauce drop. I think it's every Sunday where they, they'll bring out a new sauce. Uh, so Everett's definitely is up there. Night Owl, um, which is a bar in Blackstone, has fantastic wings. They're, they're big, they're meaty. Um, they've got these Korean wings that just have a really nice sweetness with just a little bit of heat to them that are phenomenal. And then um, the place that I mentioned earlier, actually, where Nice Rolls is going in, the that food hall, that same food hall, it's called Camp. It has a, a place called Angel Wings. And these wings are so enormous and so meaty. Like, if I tried to palm them, I could probably only fit, like, three of them in the palm of my hand. <laughs> oh my two. God! But they have the just very creative sauces. Um yeah, but it, it's just extremely flavorful. Like, I don't I don't know how else to describe them. The, 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 see, this is the only problem with podcast is I would love to be showing you pictures of every single one of these instead of just keep saying it's delicious, it's delicious, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> but you're just going to have to go to my social media or go to restauranthoppin.com and look at the pictures because, I mean, when you see some of this, it's one thing for me to say, oh, this is so good, this is so good. But when you see it, then it's just like, okay, I'm going and getting it.
0: Have you ever tried to recreate a dish at your house?
1: No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my wife and I, we cook every once in a while, but I am not a talented cook in any way, shape, or form. Um, I let the professionals handle that, and I don't try to – try to recreate stuff because I know that I'm not capable of doing it. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, I know you said that you really love pizza, but what, what is the food that you enjoy the most? Like, or, you know, if you hear of a new restaurant opening, what is the thing that you hope they're they're making
1: pizza or pasta? Yeah. Uh, They'd be a one a and one B probably pasta first. And my wife is crazy about pasta too. So that's something that we share, but yeah, pizza is right up there as well. Those would be my two.
0: Where do you guys like to go for pasta? There's, I mean, there's Italian restaurants here, but I just, all I'm thinking is spaghetti
1: works. Uh, Dante would be, Dante would definitely be the number one place. Um, We absolutely love it there. I think we've probably eaten there more together than anywhere else. Uh, Avali in Dundee is fantastic. Uh, WD Cravings is really, really good. They're serving handmade pasta and more of a a casual environment they even have a drive through which just seems impossible but they pull it <laughs> off and it's really really good. And then there's actually a place that just opened in Fremont called Semo. Like it opened to the public for the first time yesterday. But oh. we had we had the opportunity to, to go down there for a friends and family night uh, last Saturday and yeah, it's it's handmade pasta plus. Like it it was extraordinary and Kind of looping this conversation back around to the beginning when we were talking about Guy Fieri, Guy actually went there while he was here in Omaha and loved it and raved about it. So, I mean, I yeah, know. it's a little bit of a drive to get out to Fremont, but good food is is worth traveling for and Samo is absolutely worth traveling for.
0: Yeah, that's actually, that's so funny you say that. I was going to say, what's the furthest distance you've gone to try a place?
1: I mean, not not counting, like, going on vacation where we're already going to be somewhere and trying something, but at an actual destination. Uh, my wife and I have taken a couple trips to this tiny, it's not even a city. It's a little town called Newman Grove. But it's, in, it's like, I don't know, two hours west of Omaha or something like that. But they've got this cafe there. It's just called Newman Grove City Cafe. That is just, I mean, it's just this you know, there's nothing like spectacular about it on the outside, but they just cook like diner food really, really well. They make an awesome burger. They make an awesome Philly cheese steak. Um, it's just a really fun down home place where if you go one time, even if you're like us from Omaha, when you come in the next time, the people who are working there like recognize you and they're like, "Oh, hey, welcome back. You know, do you want a burger again this time?" And their pie is excellent. Like normally, I don't. I'm not a huge sweet tooth, so I normally don't save a ton of room for dessert, but that's a place where I will because they make some awesome pies. All handmade, of course.
0: Oh, that's so good to know. Who makes the best French fries?
1: Ooh. Oh man. People
0: get into like arguments about this
1: one. (laughs) The best I don't know if I have a passionate take, to be completely honest. A couple that popped to the front of my mind just from good experiences. Uh, I mentioned Sauce Bio Faro earlier. They'd be up there. Um, Night Owl would be up there. Uh, Bearsham Beer Garden would be up there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like, and maybe this is controversial in itself, I'm not a huge French fry connoisseur. Like, I, I enjoy fries. Don't get me wrong, but I would rather eat more entrees, like spend my calories elsewhere, probably. <laughs> right, right. But, but obviously, f- fries are fantastic. So now I got to know, I mean, if you're asking me, what are your favorite fries? We, we've done so much talking about my favorite <laughs> fries. It's me with some of yours.
0: My favorite is sad because my favorite is the fast food. I like Runza's French fries. There is
1: nothing wrong with saying that. As soon as you said (laughs) it's sad, I was like, don't say Runza. You do not have to apologize for that. I love a good crinkle cut fry. Runza's fries are great.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite fast food restaurant?
1: I honestly could not tell you the last time that I ate fast food. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's probably been four or five years. Hmm nostalgia wise and this is shameful to even admit this but i'm as a kid i absolutely loved taco bell so like if if i if someone said you have to go to a fast food restaurant today i'd probably say taco bell even though i know it's not real meat and it's gonna wreck my insides and i'm gonna have a terrible time for the next five or six hours in that moment i would enjoy it
0: yeah Oh, yeah. Well, and it's sometimes it's just easy. You know, you oh, to, sure. I get overwhelmed when I go to restaurants that have like a big, huge menu and it all sounds so good. I'm just like, just bring me something. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds because Sometimes there's just too many things to choose from and you don't know when you're going to get back there.
1: That is why one of my favorite experiences is going to a restaurant and getting a tasting menu where you have no idea what you're ordering, but you just know you're going to get five or six courses all a little bit. Smaller in size individually, but it adds up to a big meal. And you just put yourself in the hands of the chef. And you say, I trust you to serve me whatever you, whatever you want to. And you don't have to make any menu decisions. And it comes out. And places like Au Courant, V. Mertz, uh, The Boiler Room, they all just do such amazing jobs that even though you don't know what you're ordering when you order, you know it's going to be fantastic. Like I, I just have so much confidence in their ability to pull it off.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the fun thing about going to those fancier places like that, like v I mean, they've you into a foodie because you try things like I had steak tartar there. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about eating raw meat like that. And it was delicious. Mm-hmm. So I think it can make people a foodie.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question about that. But yeah, because places like that, they introduce you to dishes or ingredients or flavors that you didn't even you know, you'd never encountered before. You didn't right. know were possible. And then you try them and you're just like, okay, beef tartare. This is now in my repertoire. I need this more often.
0: Right. Um, And lastly, what vegan or um, healthier type of cuisines have you had that you really enjoyed?
1: Ooh, vegan or healthier. Um, I'll stick with the the vegan part of that. I mean, I think a lot of people acknowledge, you know, modern love uh, is well known as being um, kind of Omaha's premier vegan restaurant, and they, they, they do vegan food very well. Kanara, which is an Indian spot uh, over in Regency, some of the best, like, some of just the best food in general in Omaha, but they have some tremendous vegan dishes. Their jackfruit biryani is absolutely worth going for. And then I also want to give a shout out to, to Kitchen Table. Uh, which is a restaurant downtown that does vegan food really well. And there's a pop-up that operates out of, um, oh, my gosh, Kitchen Council over in Council Bluffs. It's called Veg Edible. Mm-hmm. And she, Stacy is the owner's name, and she does baked goods that she'll distribute to different coffee shops or, or bars all around Omaha. But she also does, like, pop-up events or she does deliveries. And her food, I mean – and I'm someone, like, I'm a I'm a card-carrying carnivore. I, I love <laughs> meat. But, like, her food is so good. Like, you don't miss the meat at all. She And she'll make breakfast sandwiches. She'll make burgers. You know, uh, I had a ramen from her that was really, really good. I, I, I love that vegan food is just becoming a little bit more accessible and accepted. Because, yeah, I, I love meat as much as the next guy. But there are some restaurants in Omaha that are proving you don't need that type of protein to have a fantastic meal.
0: Yeah. That's saying a lot. If you don't miss the meat when you're eating it and you are a card carrying carnivore, (laughs) that is saying a lot. Um, Dan, thank you so much. I want you to promote yourself so people know how they can find you.
1: Oh, thank you, Dawn. Um, Yeah. On, on Facebook, it's going to be restaurant Hoppin'. So that's just the word restaurant. And then Hoppin' H O P P E N my last name Um, on Instagram. I'm just, it's just my name, just Dan Hoppin'. And then if people ever want to, to check out different restaurant reviews that I've done, photos, um, look at my like my Mount Rushmore of burgers or wings or anything like that, they can go to restauranthoppin.com. There's over 200 uh, restaurant reviews on that page. All have photos. They have recommended dishes. Um, you can sort by neighborhood. You can sort by like type of food that you're looking for. So, yeah, check out restauranthoppin.com.
0: That's awesome. They should have you just do the best of Omaha for the restaurants. <laughs> just
1: like I, I would very it. much take on that responsibility. I don't know who I need to talk to, to to get in on that, but I would I would love that. I would relish that opportunity.
0: Right. Well, thanks so much, Dan, for taking the time. I appreciate it. And I will be in touch.
1: The pleasure is all mine, Dawn. This is a lot of fun. Thank you yeah. so much.
0: You bet. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.